Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. We are on the air right now. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to NABWIC Talks Radio. I am Jada Williams, your national NABWIC Blog Talk Chair, and it gives me great honor to be here this beautiful Wednesday morning with you. And I have to mention, again, just like the commercial just said, please, Follow, like, and share that you are hanging out this morning with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and or head over to our website at www.nabwic.org and engage with us. You can also become a new member and, yes, get your red shirt on that same website. So, you already know, Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week, and of course, we have another action-packed show planned for you today. Today's special guest is Miss Vanessa Cullins Hopkins, and she is one of our very own NABWIC members out of the Northeast Chapter, Jacksonville, Florida, and She's kicking off our Women in History Month. Yes, March is full of a lot of exciting things. For one, it is the Women in History Month, and we also have our Women in Construction Week coming up next week. And no other way to start off the month with strong heavy hitters like Miss Vanessa Collins. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. We also have our very own, the master builder herself, Ann McNeil, that will bring you a special message, and Miss Ursula Odom and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Jada. I tell you what, I say this every time I come on. It is such an honor uh, really to start the day listening to you talk about the show for today, every single Wednesday. We want to thank all of our listeners for calling in because this is going to be a very special show. Again, my name is Ann McNeil, and I am the master builder, helping to build stronger and better lives, and the founder of the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And I'd like to always say we are the voice, 
not just of women in construction, but we're the voice of construction. So when you talk about Women's History Month and the fact that we are leaders in our homes, we're leaders in our communities, we're leaders in our, whether you call it your church or wherever you worship, and also in our federal government and in our corporations. And that is why every single day for women, regardless of what race, creed, or color, regardless, we're making history every single day we get up and we do what we do. But the day, today, this day, our special guest, Vanessa Collins Hopkins, is right up there with Susan B. Anthony, if you will, with many of the women who have fought in the women's suffrage. When we talk about women's history, I'll even like to include Ruth Bader Ginsburg when I talk about Vanessa. When you hear her, her energy, her excitement, and to have her associate her experience with us as a NABWIC member, I am very excited. And so, Jada, I know you're going to give us, you know, her background and her company from People Enterprises. But what I'm especially excited about is her commitment in working with us with our legislative committee and what she's already brought to this organization as she helps take us to an entirely different level in this organization in terms of our bylaws, our legislative advocacy, and we'll talk later like we did last week with Valerie and the others from the legislative committee as we talk about the voice and what we're doing in impacting legislation. So I don't want to belabor this point, but I just want to thank all of our listeners for joining us and listening in and share our vision. Because you see, this organization was founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. And as we continue with our charge to advocate, to strategize, to train, to educate, the least, the lost, the unconcerned, whether it's male or female, black, white, does not matter. And, Jade, I want to turn it back over to you, but I want to just thank all of our listeners and sponsors for supporting this event. Thank you. Good morning. How are you, Vanessa? Good morning, Ms. Jada Williams. I am great just because I'm here with you. Looking forward to doing this show with you. Yes, indeed. Well, so the audience can know a little bit about you, let me let everyone know. Yes, members, guests, our audience listeners, Ms. Vanessa Collins Hopkins serves as the Vice President and Operations Manager for People Enterprises Corporation, People's Enterprises Georgia, LLC, People Van Tax Lease and Deeds, and Van People Florida, LLC. Vanessa and her husband, who is the president of the entities mentioned earlier, raised capital for the acquisition and renovation of real estate properties. The company renovates distressed assets to promote its corporate philosophy of building wealth among disadvantaged black and brown people, allowing them to rent to own. Her power team consists of a realtor, lenders, um, general contractors, CPAs, and insurance companies. So, Miss Vanessa, you are over there with the works. <laughs> so that's a little bit of 
what I did researching you. And, of course, um, you are doing some great things up in Jacksonville. So how about, first of all, you tell us in your own terms a little bit about your own background and how you came to do what it is that you do now. Well, thank you, Ms. Jada Williams. And I have to say that, uh, first of all, I'm an older woman. I'm now 63 going on 64, and this is really my second set of careers. Now, I I started life uh, doing well at school, loving school, and actually ended up uh, going to medical school and becoming a physician. I um, was VP for medical affairs and then for external medical affairs for Planned Parenthood Federation of America. And uh, in 2011, I had, actually it was 2010, I had a stroke. Well, after that uh, stroke, I knew that I was going to have to do things differently as it related to the work and the amount of income that I was able to bring in to the family. As an aside, my my husband is a longshoreman, and he continues to be a longshoreman. And uh, we both began around 2011 to decide, you know, how we would need to change things in light of this stroke that I had that uh, actually led to me having left-sided weakness and uh, resulted in me going on partial disability. Well, I was able to stay on uh, short-term and then long-term partial disability uh, until 2016 when I actually went on full-time disability because of a series of other medical issues that developed. Well, during this, this time period, I began to actually go to the real estate seminars that you may have have heard on the radio or the TV, and from that began to think about, you know, what um, I had been interested in off and on all through my life. And, And what I had always been intrigued about were the issues around um, the fact that it was so important to start building wealth by owning a home. And I look back on um, my past upbringing and my family and the way that we started out as renters in, in Nashville, Tennessee, where my father was undergoing his training. Yet my best friend's family, uh, who lived next door, owned their house, but they actually owned the house even next door to them, and they rented it out. And I remember being intrigued by that as as a, as a child, maybe about five or six, and the fact that we lived in an apartment um, in a building above the owner, Miss Harris, on Leslie Drive. And so I kind of knew very early at age this distinction between renting and owning, but I just didn't recognize how important ownership uh, can be for a family until I got much older. Well, we lived on Leslie Avenue on, in Nashville, Tennessee, next to my best friend who, uh, and as I said before, they owned their house, and plus they owned the rental property next door until we moved into our first uh, new 
house uh, that my parents were able to buy, small rental, small starter house, starter shingled house on uh, Salem Mason Drive, and we uh, lived there for three or four years before we moved to Jacksonville, Florida, which was where we moved uh, once my father finished his training. Now, when we initially moved to Jacksonville, Florida, we also rented because the main goal at that point in time was was for my father to be able to buy his office. So he first bought an office for, from which he could practice, and we rented. But within about three to four years, we were back into home ownership. So over the the course of time, I kind of took it for granted because all uh, most of the people that uh, we were interacting with were at some stage of of uh, house ownership, and so it became a given that house ownership was one of the ways to get ahead. Uh, in addition to at that point in time, going uh, to school, doing well in school, and getting a good salary job. Well, I have since changed in terms of getting a good salary job because over the course of time, I've begun to recognize that the the goal here is business, to own a business, not to have have a a salary job. The salary job for me is just a, a start and a way to get moving in business. So I'm going to fast forward ahead um, about uh, 30 years. So we're going to move past uh, all that I did in terms of of my medical career and move to 2010, which was a time period when I was fortunate enough to uh, have uh, some income income coming in through uh, disability policies, which enabled me to be able to attend special courses and to learn more about real estate. And uh, as I began to learn about how one might go about buying distressed houses and then renovating them and then either selling them or in my husband and mine's case, you know, we uh, renovate for rent to to own, then um, that is what really brought me into the construction industry because I began to buy distressed properties and in looking for my general contractor and and the subcontractors to do the renovation, that's um, when I actually became exposed to NABWIC because my NABWIC connection actually came through uh, my interaction with the first general contractor on the first house that I I renovated. Well, since that time period, I um, have been able to renovate about three or four houses um, in Jacksonville based on um, my, initially my uh, pre- tax monies through my 401k and getting a self-directed IRA set up, and then in uh, addition through other people's monies, I've been able to actually acquire um, some properties in Atlanta 
and uh, additional after-tax properties that have been acquired in Jacksonville. So I'm just on the of the start of this particular journey. However, um, it is enabling my husband and myself to set up a situation of passive income that should help us when we fully retire, which we're planning on retiring at 66 and a half. So you'll notice we only have about two and a half more years to go before we're planning on retiring. retiring. And uh, we are in the process of just developing a, a sound foundation of uh, passive income for us to be able to live in comfort in retirement, yet at the same time our focus is in helping low-income families to acquire their first homes because our whole goal is really rent-to-own. We take these distressed properties and uh, we actually take them down to the studs and our GC and and uh, subcontractors are able to build them up into modern, very attractive um, houses that uh, have state-of-the-art, you know, the, the backsplashes, the appliances, the, the, the flooring, the bathrooms, so that uh, what we end up with is a structure that is not only attractive but also uh, of good quality and that will last. Um, for a a family who wants to come in and start their pathway to home ownership, equity, and hopefully wealth over generations. Yes, and hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's slow this down just a bit because you went to throwing out self-directed IRA, pre-tax money, passive income, rent to own, I told you guys today was going to be an action-packed show. So if you have not, we haven't even made it to the first commercial break, but I hope you came prepared to listen in and you already have your pen and notebook ready and you have begun to take notes. Morning with our special guest, Miss Vanessa Collins Hopkins. So it sounds like you got into construction um, by way of childhood, um, you know, memories and just observations of watching the owner-renter situations by different people in your community, which led you into real estate and transitioned you into developing a relationship in the construction industry as well because of the things that you do with the um, properties that you are buying. So we are going to take a, yes, yes. So if you guys didn't catch it, I just broke it down for you. So get your notebooks ready. And we are going to take a quick commercial break and come back and hear more words of wisdom and exciting inspiration this morning. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC 
or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, and we are back this morning with our special guest, Ms. Vanessa Collins-Hopkins, who is one of our very own NAVWIC Jacksonville members and the Vice President and Operations Manager for People Enterprises Corporation. So I, before we start back up this exciting conversation, I just have to remind you all to go over to Eventbrite and our website. You already know, every second Wednesday of the month, it is March. Yes, today it is the first week in March. Next week, Wednesday, March 10th, is our NAPWIC National Billion Dollar Luncheon and CRA, and that is Community Reinvestment. So please come out and engage with us, go over to Eventbrite, and join us for another amazing virtual NAPWIC event. Okay, so Miss Vanessa, now before yes. the commercial break, yes, before the commercial break, you were saying, um, you know, it sounds like you've been so in real estate or so let's say the construction part of it since 2018 where you came out and you just reinvented yourself and you just hit the pavement running in real estate and construction. And you were starting to tell us that um, some of your focuses or your main focus is home ownership or the rent own, correct? That is correct. Okay, could you just share more of that with us? Well, the the reason why I'm uh, so fired by the whole concept of, of rent-to-own is because I, I recognize that it is very difficult for many people to get to the point where they have sufficient down payment to be able to get conventional financing or even um, FHA um, low down payment financing. And that's because uh, the person or the family might not have enough savings or they might not have a good enough credit score based on um, the conventional requirements that most banks or credit unions or other lenders might have. So the the rent-to-own situation uh, enables someone to rent the property until such time period as the family has enough saved in order to be able to purchase the house. And typically, the the way that it works 
is that uh, you start renting, and in 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 my particular situation, in my and my husband's situation with with Pivo Enterprises Corporation, we generally like for for a person to come in and rent for the first year to see whether or not. Uh, the family really likes the home. Also, it gives us a time period to work out any bugs that are in, in the home because, again, we have taken these homes down to the stud and have rebuilt them from the standpoint of uh, framing, electrical, plumbing, HVAC, roofing. And so uh, we want the, the renters to let us know if there are any bugs now so that we can get them fixed ASAP. And, in fact, one of the more gratifying uh aspects of rent-to-home thus far for me has been the fact that um, my tenants have been so very good in terms of of the issues that uh, invariably come up that need to be adjusted just because we're really dealing with almost uh, new construction in, a, in an old home. And while there haven't, any, haven't been any really big fixes that need to be done, um, the relationship is one where people Enterprises is responsible for fixing anything that, that comes up. Therefore, the family can be resting secure that they're not going to have to put out any additional monies other than their rent to ensure that the house is as strong and stable from a construction standpoint as it needs to be. And so they're, you're living there, renting, and then at the end of the year, we talk about whether or not um, the family wants to own the house. And at that point in time, we determine the purchase price of the house and set up another contract different from the original leasing agreement uh, that spells out how much the family will uh, pay for the house. Now, the the actual purchase agreement will no, not go into effect for anywhere for three to five years because the purchase agreement will not go into effect until the family is able to obtain financing, which means they would need to save for the down payment, repair any credit problems they might have, and as an aside, we at Peebo Enterprises are willing to take whatever amount of time the family needs to take or wants to take in order to achieve those two things. That is a reasonable credit score to be able to obtain financing and then also the down payment, which for a first-time homeowner could be as low as, as 3 to 5%. So it, it actually uh, ends up being a potential win-win situation for the family and also for Peebo Enterprises. And, of course, we're counting on Peebo Enterprises to do well so that my husband, Keith Hopkins, and myself, Vanessa Cullens Hopkins, can have uh, an enjoyable and financially secure retirement. So it could actually end up being a win-win for everyone as long as uh, each party keeps his or her end of the bargain. For uh, me wow. and people enterprises, that means making sure that um, that house is strong, stable, and attractive, and is going to last 
throughout the years for the family, and for the family is is coming up with what they need to come up with in terms of of uh, down payment and credit score in order to purchase that house down the road. Wow, wow, wow. So for me, while you're speaking, all I'm thinking of is what type of gratification is that? And then you have to feel good in the work that you're doing because I just hear it exuding from you over the airwaves because you are taking these less desirable or distressed places and down to the stubs and just recreating a whole new masterpiece. So what is that part like in the process, in that real estate slash construction process of it where you are able to you're past the real estate part in the beginning, shall I say, but you're in that part of creation where you're taking these houses down to the stubs and just coming up with a whole new floor plan. What is that see, process like for you? What's, really what's your goal there? Like. That is the piece that I really like. I mean, I am an HGTV junkie, and um, I have uh, dealt with plans uh, before, and uh, I – Really, it's a, it's a partnership. It's a it's a teamwork partnership that includes my GC and the subcontractors. They know all the nitty gritty details of the construction process and what needs to be done, and they are responsible for pulling their permits and getting their inspections passed. And uh, I am the one with the vision and the design. However, I do take into account um, the twists and tweaks that, that they have in terms of design and that they bring to the table. And what I'm most proud about is is that we are able to really work with a lot of the state-of-the-art contemporary uh, fixtures and finishes that people do see on on TV. Now, what that does, though, is that means that I'm really, uh, I, and when I say I'm really talking about Peebo Enterprises Corporation, the corporation is really putting more money into the house than what people would normally expect to have put in the house and to have put into the neighborhood. Because another thing that, that, that we're about is trying to, help uplift the neighborhood as much as we possibly can. And so that's another reason why the rent-to-own concept is important because the rent-to-own concept establishes the purchase price at the beginning of the contract. And so the price ends up being a little bit more than um, what current houses um, may be selling at. But the price that is going to be paid is not going to be paid until five years down the line, which uh, gives uh, time for uh, the area to appreciate somewhat. And even if the neighborhood doesn't appreciate as much as um, might have been thought to, that it might appreciate as what the what the homeowner has is an extremely structurally sound house that they're going to be able 
to uh, buy at a reasonable price, and it still is going to be much less than what a similar home would be in another neighborhood. Yes, indeed, and you are surely a woman making her own history, and it is also black history every day, every day in NAVWIC world with exciting members, amazing members like yourself, Miss Vanessa. I know that we have also in the studio Miss Ursula Odom. I know she is just jumping off her seat to get into this conversation. And then we'll open up the phone lines and get Miss Jackie Perry to join us into the conversation as well. Miss Ursula, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing just fine and loving this conversation. And I have to tell you, I was totally intrigued by the impact that your observation as a child had on your life because you see what I do is capture those kinds of stories. And I have a belief that what you see in a five- or six-year-old, if you're giving them the freedom to be who they are, chances are they're already set on on a path to to make wonderful things happen and do what they want to do. Um, And I hear that in you. So um, you want to expand on that a little bit. Who encouraged you as a child? Who made you who you are? I would have to say my parents and grandparents made me who I am. My mother um, was a teacher, elementary school teacher, and she actually um, brought home the bacon while my my, uh, my husband, while my father was in in training in medical school in Nashville. So um, I had the influence, and I was the the firstborn, so I had the the influence and also the attention of my mother for the first four years of my life because my my twin sisters weren't born until four years after me. I remember um, her being with me in terms of trying to write and reading these stories, and then I, I definitely have... So very pleasant memories of when we lived in Nashville next door to my best friend and uh, the way we would run and play in in her yard um, and, and just remembering that they had this big house with all these children and then the, the rental house next door and then uh, us living in the apartment with, you know, it was just my, uh, the three of us, me and my father and my mother until the twins came, um, but the apartment was really big. It was three bedrooms and 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 one bath. And I also remember such things as there were like bricks in the um, the backyard of the house where we lived. And at one point in time, I remember uh, trying to build a house, but of course I couldn't build a thing. <laughs> We're just trying to stack bricks up and things. So I've always kind of had made within me this interest in terms of housing and houses. And uh, and like I said, I I, I like school, and uh, and my mother was just really instrumental in uh, helping me and my sibs to um, 
really reach for what our desires were and and what we wanted to be. Now, at the time, I thought I wanted uh, to go into medicine and actually pursue that. Uh, it wasn't until I couldn't do medicine anymore that I recognized, yeah, I've always been interested in houses and renovation. I, and, and I've always enjoyed when we were, um, when we moved to, to Jacksonville, we would always go house hunting and looking at houses in, in various neighborhoods and, and uh, going into open houses. And, and uh, that occurred even after we got into our final family house. And as an aside, um, I, with my husband, uh, live in the, the family house. We uh, bought out our, my sibs and actually renovated this house and are still living in it. So I've, I've kind of been into this this housing and housing renovation and, and, and liking those aspects, housing construction, from a young age. I just didn't really realize it because I had kind of been brainwashed along the lines of me thinking that I really wanted to go into medicine. And I'm glad I did go into medicine, and I'm glad that I had the careers that I ended up with because it actually is preparing me to be a good NABWIC member. And so instead of healing people, you're healing houses. That's what I'm trying to do, healing houses so that I can make (laughs) strong families financially. I want strong families financially. All right. Thank you. Back to you, Jada. Thank you so much, and of course, another amazing story, Miss um, Vanessa. Oh my gosh, I could talk to you all morning. So we have opened up the phone lines. We also have Miss Jackie Perry in the studio this morning with us, and she gets the great pleasure to work a little more closer with you up there in Jacksonville, Florida. Miss Jackie Perry, how are you this morning? I am so wonderful, Jada. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I know you were a big part of bringing Miss Vanessa in along with her um, endeavors in construction as one of our newer members in that Jacksonville area. Thank you so much. Well, it has been such a wonderful pleasure having Vanessa as a part of our Northeast Florida chapter. I tell you, our chapter has benefited so greatly from uh, just her enthusiasm and her her knowledge and her her background. So it's it's been wonderful. We just finished hosting the NAVIC annual meeting, the twelfth uh, NAVIC annual meeting here in uh, January, and uh, I just have to say, without a doubt, uh, you could see Vanessa's uh, fingerprints all over the event because she was a, a key organizer in helping that, us pull that off with a lot of great success. And uh, I have to say, though, that even though, you know, she's in our chapter, I, I, I know a little bit about uh, Vanessa just by that association, but this interview and her sharing her her background has been totally amazing to me, uh, things that I, I did not know. I did not know that she had aspired to uh, practice medicine and had studied and, and done so for a little while and had headed up 
you know, the external medical affairs of Planned Parenthood, Federation of America, you know, doing public policy in that particular area. So such a vast background. And Jada and Ursula, as we look at uh, Women's History Month and, uh, you know, Women in Construction Week, I tell you, she just kind of fits the bill in all those uh, aspects in terms of, you know, again, just having the fortitude to do what she did, you know, prior to becoming an entrepreneur. And then now in the construction industry, putting on that uh, hard hat and the high heels, as we say, in uh, NADWIC and uh, pursuing the construction career, making it possible for others to gain home ownership and empowering them, you know, just to become better uh, in their own lives. So, uh, Vanessa, I just want to say hats off to you because I've gained a greater appreciation for who you are and for all of your wonderful contributions. So thank you very much. Well, thank you, Jackie. And uh, I, I just wanted to throw out the, this particular statistic that I just found uh, a couple of days ago in the Economic State of Black America of 2020 report uh, from the Senate. Uh, and it says that the median wealth held by black families is 17,000. This was as of 2019. The median wealth held by black families is 17,000, whereas for white families is 171,000. So just by owning a home and keeping a home for several years and building equity in the home, our black families can definitely surpass this $17,000 and start to head in the direction of being able to have the the equity that might be used for their children's education to start a business to uh be, beginning to begin to lay the foundations for um family members in general mm-hmm to be in a better financial state and more financially secure than um, we are today as black people. And Jada, if I can say one more thing, and listening to Vanessa talk about that uh, statistic, I mean, that's, that's quite amazing that there's that much of a disparity, that much of a gap, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the wealth and families and that home ownership can make so much of a big difference. But um, I think Ursula said it earlier, you know, how she kind of left the health arena and now she's become, you know, healer in another uh, instance. And I thought about that too, how her passion and excitement and her care and concern is bringing about healing for families, empowering them, healing them in the area of bringing economic discovery and recovery to those, those families. So, uh, definitely, you know, she she is a, a healer in that area, and I'm kind of glad that your your uh, career change and that your passion change, where is focused on uh, helping our families of of color achieve economic health and wealth. So once again, well, uh, thank you. Thank you, and I can only thank God. Because I I finally started listening to where I think I'm supposed to be. Yes, yes, yes. When we all finally start listening, Miss Vanessa, you can just hear 
that I'm just, oh, my gosh, you're just making me want to pinch myself up here in the studio. Thank you so much for sharing that that stat. And like Miss Jackie said, that is a big gap. But more importantly, it's a big gap that could be removed by just simple home ownership and having that financial literacy. And you are doing a great job with leading the charge there, being a leader in that space and um, learning about these different things. We do have our, um, you know, education committee in NABWIC that teaches these different things and the different investing and and financial literacy courses that we have. But aside, um, Ms. Vanessa, because you are such a leader in this area, what do you do to help motivate or encourage, or what would you say to encourage a young family um, or, 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 yeah, a young family, a family that's just starting out or a young individual in their career? Well, first of all, I want to stress that, that family is number one. And along with family, there is, I'm going to say for a lack of a better word, spirituality. That is important in all of our lives. And it took me a while to get there. And that is beginning to listen and hear uh, what God has to say in terms of where you should be going. However, we know that uh, hard work is necessary and school is necessary. Education is a key, one of the keys to being able to move forward. But it's not the the only key because a a lot of us have gone to school and uh, we have not ended up in the wealth space that uh, some of our white counterparts have ended up in. And so we do have to recognize that um, we are disadvantaged in this great country and that there are inequities that need to be made right. Um, We do need to pay attention to what's going on in our civil space as in our family spaces. And so I I believe that it does indeed take a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to to raise a family and to keep families going. And that's why I also believe that we are all interconnected and we have to function in an interconnected way, which is one of the reasons why I am so happy to be a member of NABWIC because this group of women that um, I feel I have fallen into are also very talented and intelligent and forward-moving. And I can see that with us working together and bringing our talents to the table, we can uh, create much better lives and life experiences for all that we come into contact with. And, and and those that we come into contact with are generally families um, or people who are in need of family. And as a family of birth or a family of choice, we all need to be working together to improve 
the conditions that we are living in are being faced with. And we have to recognize that we have to work together in order to um, reduce these inequities, to reduce the disparities, to reduce the gaps that we see among various peoples um, in this country. And I know I got kind of all over the place on that, but the, the, the bottom line is that we have to work together, strive together, learn together, and continue to remain teachable. And that's what um, I am learning. Actually, this late in life is that I'm going to have to forever remain to be teachable and, and to continue to move and advance. That even in retirement, even though I'm looking for a nice retirement, you know, I'm going to be working and, and, and moving and hopefully advancing the cause with everybody else that's interested in advancing the cause. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you so much for believing in NAPWIC. And you did answer the question. The whole interview, you answered the question. You've been such a motivating and inspiration um, and letting us know you know, the whole interview, um, why you join NABWIC and how you encourage um, others to join NABWIC or and or to go into their individual space um, or just continue to be encouraged in the construction industry or in their career. Um, and you can definitely hear the genuineness in your work endeavors and effort. So, Miss Vanessa, I have to ask you one more pressing question. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess I'm ready, Jada. <laughs> <laughs> Share with us. I don't think you need it because you are such a joy and a pleasure to be around always. But share with us your favorite book or what you're currently reading that gives you all that energy and excitement, keep you going and your passion just of burning. Jada, I have to say that if I were to say what was my favorite book, I'd have to go again back to childhood. And this is a book that my mother read to us as children. And then as we got older, we were able to read it to ourselves. And that's called The Magical Land of Noon. And based on the title, you can see it's a a fantasy. It's a fairy tale. And so I tend to strive for those fantasies and those fairy tales. Uh, And I do believe that things are possible, you know, if we – if we work together and if we have faith not only in God but also in each other, that we are able to achieve momentous things. And I know that might sound pretty strange uh, that I would pick a, a children's book, but it's it's something when I think about um, my life and also – uh, what motivates me and inspires me it is those it, it is those things that have to do with with uh fantastic fantasy that can become potentially reality. Yes, it sounds like you are very very connected with the imagination and 
bringing the imagination into reality. I call it in my world, creating the space for your reality. So I'm all in it, Miss <laughs> Vanessa. I love it. I love it. Now, how I'm can our Jada. members? I'm sorry. I said I'm glad, Jada. I'm with you. I feel you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, audience listener, I told you guys that it was going to be an amazing, energetic show today. But Miss Vanessa, how can our listeners, our members, or anyone that wants to get in contact with you to own? to rent to own one of these homes or to work with you on the construction part of your um, real estate investment. How can we get in contact with you? Okay. Well, first of all, y'all need to join NABWIC, okay? Because NABWIC is about strategic partnerships and strategic alliances, and so that's where we all meet and learn about each other and – really move our understanding of construction and legislation around construction and what's going on in the cities and the townships and in the states that uh, can help us and those things that could potentially harm us and those things that we need to work upon to change. So that's number one. And then number two, you can get in contact with me at V is in Victor, E is in Echo, C is in Car. U is in utility, L is in Lassie, L is in Lassie, I is in ink, N is in Nancy, S is in Sam, at, and get this, AOL.com. Yes, I am still AOL.com. I started out early on the Internet, and uh, AOL was out there early, and I'm staying with them because I got so much stuff on AOL.com. I need to be able to pull that information uh, into purview whenever I need to. And I'm going to tell you, I can search through emails going way back in 2000. So VE Cullens <laughs> at AOL.com. However, I do have VE Cullens at gmail.com. But the business one is VE Cullens at AOL.com. And that's Cullens, C-U-L-L-I-N-S, not C-O-L-L-I-N-S, C-U-L-L-I-N-S. Thank you. Yes, indeed, and you already know she has her 30-second elevator speech down. It is always a hoop to be with you, Miss Vanessa. I love you, love you, love you, love you, love you to death. I love you too, Jada. And, and just to think, I, I would not have met you had it not been for Nabwick, you know. Amen, and yes, indeed. Life is good. Life is good. Life is good. Like you said, join NABWIC so you can strategically meet and network and eventually develop relationships with women and different members in the NABWIC community. Hey, it has been a great show. If you want to advertise on NAPWIC Talks, yes, if you want to advertise on this platform, please reach out, email us at marketing at org, or you could call me directly. And if you think you want to be a guest, you don't have to be a member, but members get in rotation, get your show scheduled. This is a member benefit. But if you are a company, a corporation, a um 
State Department, somebody that wants to get on the air and share what it is that you do or the opportunities that may be coming your way. You want to be a guest on NAVWIC Talks. You, too, can also contact us and reach out to marketing at navwick.org. It has been a great Wednesday show, and until next time, you know you can find us here next Wednesday, every Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. Thank you for joining us. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.